Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things vice. I'm Jesse Maiko. Today, we'll discuss the opioid crisis, the new iPhone X, and we'll hear from Vice Sports producer Dan Bradley on his series, The 16 Project. It's Monday, October 30th. 16 is a transformative age for anybody. You learn to drive, and you see freedom and the real world out there just beyond your grasp. But for an athlete, 16 can be something bigger. It can be the time to separate yourself. It's when you take the leap from high school hero to international superstar in the making. But how does a 16-year-old juggle the pressure of competition, failure and success on top of the everyday struggles of just being a teenager? To find out, Vice Sports went in-depth with 16 athletes, all elite in their sports and all 16 years old. I'm one of those athletes where I need pressure and I need the big races. Oh, Robinson with an incredible reaction time off the blocks. When you're at the Paralympics or European Championships and things like that, there is the pressure there, and it's whether you can perform under pressure or not. They're going in lane five off. Oksana Krul is just streaking forward now and propelling herself through the pool. That's what I thrive on, because I need that kind of now-or-never moment. Kelly Robinson putting herself in middle contention. Nicole Turner is desperately trying to reach the middle position. While uh, Tiffany Thomas-Kane makes her bid, going in forward is going to be Ellie Robinson, who becomes Paralympic champion ahead of Krull. Here's producer Dan Bradley speaking with Vice Executive Editor Dory Carr-Harris about the series called The 16 Project. You guys interviewed 16, 16-year-olds. What is so special about age 16? Something that we thought about was that it's kind of like this seminal moment in an athlete's life where they figure out if they're going to become a professional, if it's going to be something that they can make a living off of, if it's something they even want to do anymore. For a lot of kids, it's when they burn out. So it's kind of this age that's a turning point. If someone's going to become a household name or if they're going to decide, you know, that this isn't for them at all. Yeah, and it's also a complicated time in a young person's development. I mean, that's probably around the moment when puberty is really setting in, when you're sort of making that transition from, you know, a kid to a young adult. How did those things factor into these young athletes' lives? We shot with Alfonso Davies, who's a a 16-year-old, and he starts in Major League Soccer. You know, so he's a starting player on the team, but he takes a train to a bus to get a ride from one of his teammates to get to games. 
he doesn't have his license yet, you know? So he's like kind of embarrassed by it. Like he didn't want us to film it. We filmed with Ellie Robinson, who's a, she's a Paralympic swimmer. She wouldn't let us in her room and she wouldn't let us talk to her parents. She was just like, these are my rules of if you want to film this, like these are the things I won't let happen. So you see that, you know, even people who are like winning gold medals are, are kind of at the top, like they still have the insecurities that we all had when we were 16, or I guess at least I had, I don't want to speak for everyone. No, that's true. I feel like when you're 16, your parents are eternally embarrassing and something to be avoided at all costs. Um, It's hard to pick favorites, but what was the most rewarding or the most interesting shoot that you did uh, in the course of this project? For me, it was uh, with Ellie Robinson, this Paralympic swimmer. She's just kind of this character where you're at a point in life where you're Right, like we talked about, everything is embarrassing. Everything is also gives you anxiety. She's someone born with dwarfism, saw that potentially she had a gift in swimming, took to it, became one of the top swimmers in the world. And she just has this thing where she wants more eyes on her. You know, she thrives when people are watching. She thrives when there's more pressure. And I think of like 16-year-old Dan Bradley and I wanted the exact opposite, you know? I almost just wanted to blend in and like fade away to a certain extent. And I thought that was just like a pretty incredible thing in an athlete and a person. So over the course of talking to these 16 different athletes who truly are notable in their fields um, and very exceptional human beings, what were some of the things that they taught you? One thing that sticks out is that they're all a little bit unsure. You know, they all have these paths that they they either think they're supposed to be on or they want to be on, but they're all unsure of, of where it's going to go. And I think that's really interesting. Th- there's this level of like self-assuredness that you just don't see in 16-year-olds. And I think that's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of refreshing. And what was one of the biggest challenges you faced when trying to make this series? It's easy for us to say, look back on this moment. How did it define you? How did it shape you? But I think like at that age, you don't necessarily have the perspective yet of how it's shaping you. You know that it is, but you don't really know how. To watch The 16 Project, go to vice.com. And here are the headlines. After nearly two and a half months of failing to follow through on his pledge, President Trump finally declared a national state of emergency in response to the opioid crisis, which caused 53,000 overdose deaths in 2016 alone. The opioid crisis is an emergency, and I'm saying officially right now, it is an emergency. It's a national emergency. We're going to spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money on the opioid crisis. But Trump's declaration only unlocks $57,000 in funding, despite a recommendation from his opioid commission to tap into FEMA's $4.28 billion disaster relief fund. Thursday's declaration only allows access to the Department of Health and Human Services Public Health Emergency Fund, which is nearly depleted. And one estimate from a Harvard economist put the public health cost of the opioid crisis at $14 billion per year. Leo Beletsky, an associate professor of law and health sciences at Northeastern University, called the $57,000 figure, quote, laughably low, and said Trump's announcement includes little in the way of substance. But, he added, the emergency declaration is still significant. Here's DEA Special Agent Patrick Trainer talking to Vice about the epidemic. We very much used to look at addiction as a criminal justice issue. I have been with DEA for 19 years now. If you had told me five years ago that I'd be sitting at a table 
with somebody who works at a needle exchange program uh, or a treatment professional, I would have said, that's crazy. Uh, but we deal with them all the time now uh, in an effort hopefully to work together to come up with some solutions. But I think us in law enforcement are seeing that people who are dealing with addiction are dealing with a very complex, multifaceted issue that's not best uh, addressed by law enforcement. Because we can't arrest our way out of it. We cannot and we will not arrest our way out of it. For more Vice coverage on the opioid epidemic, visit vice.com. And in other news, the initial stock of Apple's coveted iPhone X sold out online in less than 20 minutes on Friday, forcing many devotees of the brand to wait at least six weeks before they receive the new smartphone. Alternatively, some new models are available on eBay for as much as $10,000. Demand for the cutting-edge X was always likely to be high, despite its $999 price tag. But reports that Apple's supply was severely constrained due to production issues made securing one by launch day almost impossible. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.